0: Okay, so hi everybody, I just wanted to start the Simply Digital Marketing podcast series back up in this crazy time at the moment because we've all got the time to listen to our podcasts and with me right now I have got the incredible Liz Devonshire and I'll talk to you a little bit more about her and her background in a second. But I thought I would switch things up just a little bit on the odd occasion to get some guests on to help you all with everything that is going on right now. So the first thing that I thought would be really helpful for you all is to get a photographer on so so that she can share all of her top tips. Um, And I hope everyone is feeling okay. I hope you're starting to get used to the new norm. I know it's taken me probably a week at least but we all have our ups and downs but if anyone needs anything you know where I am so just direct message me on The Fentrepreneur, on Facebook or Instagram and I'm here to talk so we can get through it together. So let's crack on and I'm going to introduce you to the incredible professional portrait photographer Liz Devonshire. So Liz has been taking pictures all her life within the photographic industry. She is totally passionate about her medium. She's got oodles of experience behind the lens um, and she actually runs her business out of well, in North London. So she helps many companies achieve stunning branding images as well as doing event photography and corporate shoots. She's had her work featured in the National Portrait Gallery. And obviously that's in London for anyone that's not in the UK. But she's also had her work in many, many national newspapers. So including The Guardian, The Times, The Telegraph, the accolades are endless. Um, And as well as being a portrait photographer, Liz is also part of New Shoots photography training with her new business partner and fellow photographer, Natalie Crouch, and they're based in Borough Market and they run their workshops, obviously when it's normal and we're allowed out, with anyone basically taking an interest in taking their own pictures and they like to snap everything on their smartphones and they just basically want to improve their results so it's people who have their own dslr as well and they want to master the basics and beyond in photography and before the coronavirus outbreak liz and natalie had just announced the launch of their new workshop photogram a photography and instagram workshop in collaboration with lisa folks so she is a fellow social media elements person so she wants to help businesses create some of their own images too. So I know you could do with skills like that right now. And I know a lot of you are listening to me because of that. But if you want to check out another person's perspective, and that's a great shout. So I was chatting to Liz and we thought it'd be a really good collaboration to get her on. Um, so I'm going to hand over to her.
1: Um, yeah. Hi, Amy. Um, I was recently giving a talk to some business women, women about the um, importance of marketing and photography in, in the tough times. And little did I know that this was going to be just around the corner. Um, I, first of all, I just want to say my heart goes out to everyone who's struggling through this at the moment. And, um, you know, hopefully it won't last too long.
0: Yeah, um, Natalie,
1: <laughs> Natalie and I formulated um, this latest workshop along with Lisa, um, with small to medium businesses in mind, um, we really believe photography is a vital element to every single business. And in order to market effectively to this sort of really visual, visually savvy world, the imagery needs to be high quality and professional. Um, but we do know that for many businesses, having um, the budget to pay a photographer for every single marketing campaign they embark on is not always possible. Mm. and rather than having them to have to resort to library images which don't reflect the personality of their businesses or run the risk of um, running very similar photographs to their rival businesses, um, we, want, we decided we wanted to help them by offering to teach them some techniques so they could create some of their own fabulous imagery which would be on brand for their businesses and fill in those gaps between the professional shoots that they might um, choose to embark on We're obviously obviously really, you know, upset and devastated, really, that we're having to postpone our face-to-face workshops. Um, They're obviously the ideal scenario when we're teaching, and I want everyone to know we'll be back at Borough Market as soon as possible. Um, But in the meantime, Natalie and I are putting together some quick guides and online workshops for everyone. Um, And the quick guides are a little gift to everyone that's been following and supporting us over the last few years. So um, they will be available from uh, the 3rd of April. Okay. Um, so please look out for those on our Facebook page and on our website and you'll be able to access them. Okay. Totally free. I,
0: I tag those so people can see them on my Facebook as well. And I'll make sure I put the links on the soundcloud and itunes description so people can find it oh brilliant
1: thank you very much okay um it's worth remembering um in this sort of really tough time that all businesses big and small are going to find it really difficult to survive in the months of lockdown that's why even though the funds are short i'd really encourage people to continue marketing try and invest a bit of time and and if you can a little bit of money into continuing with your Marketing within your business, Um, and so when we're out of this situation, we will get out. It's not forever. Yeah, um, you'll have kept your clients, and you'll be ready to start trading with them, and you'll also be in the position to take on new clients. And always try and um, remember that we need to keep in touch with all those people who have been loyal to you. It's easy to maintain clients and finding new ones. So make sure you keep them up to date with what you're doing in your business because you don't want people to start thinking that you've closed down if you go quiet. So it's
0: just... It's very true. It's very true. Yeah, I totally agree. People need to be keeping up to date with their marketing. And actually now is a really good time for people to look at learning new skills while they've got the time and get your kids as well. Because, you know, I know that you're all stuck at home with your children and sometimes that can be quite hard, but actually following Liz's course with your children could actually be beneficial to you, but also getting them out and about in your garden or on a dog walk or something like that and keeping them occupied. So what I would, sorry, go on. I was
1: going to say, I absolutely agree. Um, It's so important and it's a good time to connect. In fact, the first quick guide is aimed at families to do just that and do it together so wow, and about connect and it's going to be all about connecting people you can't be with so you know, hopefully you guys will enjoy that
0: okay cool <laughs> so actually while we've got you on the call and given everything we've just said can you give us entrepreneurs and small small business owners any good basic photography skills or advice to start with
1: yeah um so i'd start by telling your listeners to really think about composition mm-hmm. nearly all cameras and smartphones will have a, an option to show grid lines these are um, two horizontal and two vertical lines across the screen they create nine squares to help you compose your image um, some of the images will some images look better with focal point in the center square but 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 when you place your subject's off-centre at one of the intersecting lines, it'll create a much more aesthetically pleasing picture. So depending on what your subject may be. Um, when you're ruling, it's called the rule of thirds. And I think when you're using that, you should um, think about what you're including within the picture and what it might say to your clients if this is indeed going to be for, for business. Um, always make sure you keep, the background clear of clutter so just be aware of what's going into the frame another important thing obviously is going to be focus um, if you're using a smartphone focusing is really easy you just have to tap the screen wherever you want to focus for example if it's a face tap, tap on the eyes because that's the most important area of focus on the face um, and when you're setting focus on the eyes, I'll ensure the focus is sharp where you want it. And also it will ensure that the skin is exposed correctly. Um, because with a lot of smartphones, focus and exposure work together. Um, and it's the same principle, really, whatever you're photographing. So, um,
0: and That's a really good tip. I've actually not heard that one before. So thanks, Liz. <laughs> Have you, while we're on like the subject of... Uh, focus and making sure that your exposure is right have you got any helpful hints with lighting
1: yeah 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 I've got quite a few so um always using natural light is going to be much more flattering especially if you're photographing people but it's 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 also it gives a softer light so it's better whatever you're photographing really so if you're you're working inside um I'd start off by looking for a large window to set up in front of because it's going to be soft light, so something like a north-facing window. Um, try and shoot early in the morning or in, or in the afternoons, sort of later on, to avoid that harsh light that you can get kind of sometimes around midday. Okay. Um, I would also recommend that you turn off any artificial lights because that would kind of um, natural light and artificial light would kind of fight against each other. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, if, if you're finding that, only one side of the image is sort of lit properly, try and find some white card or paper and that will reflect more light back into the image if you hold it on the other side of from the light that's coming in. It should give you, give you a bit more more um, light on the darker side of the face or, or objects. If you're taking pictures outside, it's really important to look, look out for those harsh shadows because if it's a really sunny day, um, you can get quite ugly shadows so look for some shade um, and also when you're looking when you are using shade just make sure there's no little spots coming through so if you're say under a tree you can get a really dappled look on people's faces so you, you want to avoid that. I also wanted to sort of share a little simple trick that I've picked up along the way in my photographic life um, <laughs> and it's about finding the right Uh, light direction um what you can do is if you hold your palm in front of your face okay around 360 degrees keeping your eyes on the palm (laughs) don't fall over (laughs) Um, how is this light changing um you you'll be able to see you you know your your hands going into shadow or brighter light and this is so you can see where the light's coming from it's a really quick trick um to, to get you standing in the right positions. Um, the other thing to remember when we're talking about digital photography is always expose for the highlights because you, can, you can't bring um, detail back to the highlights if you, if you overexpose your image. So always expose for highlights. If you need, you can lighten the shadows later in editing. So that's what what I would say about light. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, we're now going to need a Photoshop <laughs> expert on here, aren't we? <laughs> I expect so. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually used um, coming back to your point about uh, finding a bit of white card. I've actually used some white board. Yeah, that's you can perfect. Get it on Amazon that's... and things. Yeah, and that massively helps, and then at least it's not flimsy. But yes. I found that was quite good.
1: Yeah, I mean. Cu- card is probably much better if people haven't got access to that at the moment though no. yeah for the paper get somebody to hold it for you
0: yeah um, yeah that's a really good picture. idea another way to get your children involved <laughs> I was gonna say, you'll have
1: you've got, you'll have lots of willing assistance at the moment yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay so you've kind of you have talked a lot about using a smartphone or an iphone or whatever are smartphones actually good enough um
1: in many respects they are um particularly when you're using the. The latest smartphones on the market um sort of there's quite a few now that have more than one lens built in yeah. um i personally think they they've totally replaced the compact camera market um i don't i don't think people need to rely on those the compact cameras anymore but saying that the dslr is still the best and it's always yeah. going to produce better imagery we'll have better lenses and all around better performance which will allow for a much more diverse use of the photographs mm-hmm. but for posting on instagram and social media platforms the smartphones great and it will do a really good job so yeah, so
0: yeah I totally agree. i've actually got um both i've obviously got the new iphone um well not obviously (laughs) obviously I've got the new iPhone but I've got a DSLR um and the new iPhone is absolutely brilliant for pictures awesome um, yeah,
1: awesome. but, Every time um, we go out on a workshop and people have the new Eleven Pro, I'm like really jealous. Cause yeah. I haven't got one yet, but that's my my plan to get one. Next
0: purchase. <laughs> okay, so obviously, people, you've encouraged people now to use their um, iPhones or their Androids, whatever phone they've got. What settings should you use on those, or is there none?
1: Um, most smartphones don't really have settings as such, but you can, if you kind of want to go a bit more in depth. With things, uh, downloads, camera apps, um, okay. which will can help you get more out of your um, phone camera. And there's quite a few to choose from. Personally, I think Procrat, uh, sorry, Procam is pretty good, okay. um, and that will give you much more controls of the settings. That so it gives you options on on the ISO and um, shutter speed and um, all that kind of thing. But um, you know not everyone will want to because it's a paid for app so you don't really have to use that you i think using just your phone would be perfectly adequate it's got a kind of brain inside to read the light and everything like that so i I, it's up to you i think programs around 7.99 something like that so if you want to, to make a purchase i can't really tell you about um, what settings you should have because every situation is so different Um, but i would say take some time experimenting with settings um you know because there'll be different levels of light coming into people's houses so just experiment you've got lots of time (laughs) yeah, <laughs> and your hands at the moment. So um, just spend some time, and also a lot of it's personal choice. Some people like much higher key pictures, and some people like pictures that are a little bit darker and more moody. So it's really kind of up to them what their what their requirements are.
0: Okay, that sounds great. The the next thing I wanted to ask you is actually about um, flat lay and whether it's still relevant. Is it on trend still, especially for the product based businesses?
1: Yeah, I mean it really is very much so. Um flat lay is the perfect way to create still lives and to display products as it's an aerial view. So you get a really good view of what's on offer and it's really on trend at the moment. You'll see a lot of it around. Um and the great thing is you get um good pictures of virtually everything and anything that for even those pictures who people who haven't got products to sell but are more service-led, they can produce flat lays that represent their brand as well. So I, I think it's a great way to, um, to, great tool to use for marketing.
0: Okay, I really like that idea, especially as service-led, service-led businesses can use them as well. Um, and I've seen quite a lot of stock photos doing that sort of thing with a coffee cup and the laptop but what it will do is if you start to create your own ones people will see where you work they'll start to understand a bit more about you how you do things and it will start to build up trust and you all know that i talk about trust (laughs) with
1: your social media i think it's really important to remember that you you know when you're a business you need to create a personal brand and have photographs that represent you and not you know if you buy in a lot of stuff from libraries they're not personal to you they are they're very generic and a lot of businesses do that so you will blend in with other businesses and that's not what you want to do yeah i
0: totally agree okay so on that note then what are your top tips or things to think about for people when they're doing their flat lays
1: okay um i think you should start um by thinking about your consumer um what you want them to get from the image what do you want to tell them what are you selling to them um, what is i mean i like to call it the hero of the composition so um for, for example you know it's your, whether it's the face cream you're selling or the chocolate bar um you know is going to be the center point of that um flat lay or if you're a dressmaker or um, a caterer you're your your subject is about you you're the so you might use the tools of your trade as well in those kind of imageries as well as like a finished product so it's all about what your what message you're sending Um, there's also i mean there is a general rule about laying things out in threes but actually i'm very much for breaking rules once you know what the rules are because i think whenever you're doing imagery you do have to go with your gut um, and see what looks good to you. Cause what, if it looks good to you, it'll look good to other people as well. Um, try and remember the use of colors. You want to blend and complement colors, but also um, look at surfaces and textures. Um, it, I mean, something like this is really something you have to take a lot of time with and yeah. experiment. And you're gonna take, and the great thing actually about using smartphones is you can t- keep snapping and changing stuff because when you you take the picture you'll be able to see what's wrong with it and then change it up so the experimental so you'll kind of be building yeah on the process don't expect it to happen overnight it'll take time
0: yeah to, that's a to really get those good because right. you're getting the pictures back in real time aren't you so you can start to move things about and yeah. check your lighting and all of this kind of thing
1: yeah because you know it would be very kind of unusual for anybody even a professional to get that picture you know in one snap so don't think i'm just gonna do that so i can put it on instagram five minutes later you know you're not going to get a the right image immediately you've got to give yourself time and maybe sort of like think about scheduling things yeah um in advance yeah so you can Have a few images don't don't think it's going to be instant
0: yeah and actually that will hugely help with your time in the long run if you have a whole hour of photographing different things and different options rather than just having one option for one post if you think okay i need seven images for the next week and then you manage to condense it down into one hour that will hugely help with your time for the rest of the week as well. Yeah.
1: Well, it might, yeah, it might take a bit more than an hour. It depends, it depends. But I mean, certainly I think give yourself plenty of time, experiment, you know, you can use stuff from around the house. We're all stuck, stuck at home. Look around, be creative. Um, You're looking at backdrops around the house that you can use. Um, you're looking at um, looking for props as well. Um, yeah. I mean, floor the floor. If you've got wooden floors, they are great as backgrounds. Um, yeah. Or slate floors are really nice if you've got slate tiling on your floor. Um, pots and pans, china ware, flowers in the garden. Um, All sorts of things, anything you've got sort of vintage old stuff is really nice. Um, Mm -hmm. depends what your product is actually because it's and your brand, but yeah, you know, just look around the house and see what might suit
0: your brand, your particular brand. I love it. Okay, so what do you think makes an image stand out most on Instagram or Facebook? Okay, well, um, you you know what I'm going to say, it's definitely going to be a good
1: composition. and I think it's important to keep it quite simple also form and shape really stand out again don't forget about colours colours that pop or colours that blend really perfectly can make all the difference to an Instagram post you don't want it just to be swiped past you want somebody to stop and and look and find out more about the product so you really want it to stand out um, so quite graphic images work very well um, so yeah just just okay
0: play around (laughs)
1: okay
0: yeah no play around have fun watch the lighting use as many props well not as many (laughs) not as many props be be fussy I mean it's very
1: easy just to throw everything at it yeah but I'd say to, to kind of you know build it up slowly don't be afraid to take things out put things in as you know just see what works, see what stands out. And you will see after a while, looking at a few different images that you've taken, what is going to be the strongest type of image.
0: Yeah.
1: But it does take time. And 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 also the other thing is look at Instagram posts. Look at other people's stuff. I'm not suggesting you steal or copy, but get you but you can be inspired by
0: yeah
1: by people's stuff. You know, so And and, and and make your own take your own take on it and original
0: yeah definitely and uh guys everyone obviously you've heard that liz is full of so many tips and she will massively help you so i highly recommend you jump on one of her free guides um, or her online workshops coming up and we will share the links with you so don't worry because you are going to need to keep yourself busy but also keep the kids busy as well so
1: yeah, I, I know this is a really weird time for a lot of people. And we're all having big adjustments to our lives. But I think it's really important to, as much as we can, turn this into a positive experience, yeah. um, hopefully spending some time bonding with our families, um, taking time out to contact extended family and friends, as well as learning new skills. Yeah. Um, that's part of the reason for putting together um, some of these complimentary quick guides. Uh, that The first one, especially, is something that families can do together. They're going to learn new basic skills. They're going to um, find a way to reach um, other family members offline. Um, And uh, the first one is due out on Friday, 3rd of April. Um, We'd really love you to put all your results up on Facebook, so tag us in.
0: Great idea. Um,
1: And in the meantime, while we're putting out the quick guides, we're also currently developing more in depth online workshops. So they're going to be coming out hopefully in the next few weeks. Um, we're really excited about these because it's a totally new way for um, new shoots to be reaching our client base and for them to access knowledge that they need to improve their photography from their homes. And it goes without saying, face-to-face teaching is best, but this is going to be a pretty awesome addition to the new shoot stable. And so yeah. I'm really excited about it. So. <laughs>
0: I'm excited for you. It'd be awesome. That's great that you've adapted so quickly to the climate as well. I think all of the businesses nowadays need to be doing that, especially to keep everything going. And if you can't keep everything going, at least make sure people know about you and you will be back very soon. So I just want to say thank you so much, Liz. Thank you for coming on and spending half an hour with us. No, thank you, Amy. Thanks for letting me um,
1: be part of your podcast. I've really enjoyed it's okay.
0: it. It's thank been Ab. really, really helpful. So without further ado, we'll say goodbye and we'll see you all next week. Thanks, everyone.